Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, Thankful Tuesday. We're in the Gospel of Luke chapter 9 starting in verse 18 and we'll read through verse 27 and then we'll move over to the Psalms. Today we're reading the first part of Psalm 118. Today in Luke's Gospel, we read one of my favorite passages where Peter confesses Jesus as Lord. And I came back to this passage again and again when I was a teenager because I struggled with doubt. And it was just a really good reminder that Peter, who walked with Jesus daily, saw Jesus as the Christ, and his works are confirming him as the Messiah And it just helped me along the way. So I hope it will be encouraging to you as well. Then Jesus talks about his death and the idea of us also taking up our cross and what that means as we seek to follow Jesus. Starting in verse 18. Now it happened that as he was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist, but others say Elijah, and others that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you, truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. This has been a bit of a confusing passage for me because we all know that the kingdom of God is coming when Jesus comes again in glory to uh, make all things right. So what does it mean that some won't taste death until they see the kingdom of God? Well, with some help from commentary, I think I, I figured it out. The very next passage that we'll read tomorrow is about the transfiguration where Jesus takes Peter and John and James up on the mountain to pray. And while they're there, his body is transfigured. Remember, his face is altered and his clothing is dazzling white. And we see him in a sort of glorified kingdom state. Moses and Elijah appear. It's kind of a weird scene But they see his glory, and they see the glory of the coming kingdom. And I think that's exactly what Luke is saying here, that in the next passage, Peter, James, and John, they're really going to see what Jesus looks like. 
All right, let's move on over to the Psalms. Psalm 118 reminds us that God's steadfast love endures forever. Starting in verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look and triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surround me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They went out like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. What a beautiful psalm reminding us that each of us has a story of God's redemption in our life. A time when in distress we called out to the name of the Lord and He answered us. And so one of the things I want us to think about as we're thankful on this Tuesday is those times when God has answered our prayers in a mighty way. Will you pray with me? Father, I'm so grateful for my brothers and sisters. Bless them, Lord, today I pray. Give them one pure and holy passion to follow after you. Lord, you are worthy of our praise. And we thank you, Lord, that when we call you in distress, you hear our cries and you answer us. You are faithful and steadfast and merciful. You are our helper, our refuge. And so, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness to us. We also want to thank you for a person Lord, we pray for someone in our lives today, thanking you for the ways that they impact us, even now. Maybe it's a child that brings you joy. Perhaps it's someone that's a contemporary of yours that really gives you a fresh perspective. Perhaps it's someone that you've been praying for to come to faith, and they teach you so much, even though they're not a believer just yet. We pray for them. Lord, we just lift someone up to you and thank you for them. We also want to thank you for a place. Perhaps it's the chair that you're sitting in even now, the comforts of home, the joys of work, the just warm blanket feeling of somewhere that's cozy. I don't know. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you for this place that you have given us to live and to thrive and to find abundant life. And we thank you for a thing. As you know, it can be anything what pops in your mind today. Lord, all throughout the day, remind us to be thankful. Help us, Lord, to have thanksgiving on our lips for who you are and what you have done. Especially, Lord, we thank you for Jesus, and it's in his name that we pray. Amen.